0: All things Aussie hoops and NBL Fantasy 3. Blokes catching up over a can of three. So many things that we cannot wait to see. Will Josh giddy up as he drives to the cup? Will Luzada play harder for year's runners-up? Will Magnet's got his sights on the NBA? But will Bryce be an Aussie? He's gonna stay We love Space Dumble doubles And four-point shots From Bubbles The Great Dane And Mitch and Lamar Across the ditch
1: The Hawks signed A bloke named Justine Ian And next year We'll love the Tasmanian Brace for the puns And dad jokes It's time for The Basketball Blokes
0: G'day listeners, you're back with Benny Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy, bit of a weird one this week for us NBL fantasy fans and NBL fans with the no day gap in between, obviously there's a game starting as I record this down in the Silver Dome in Tasmania, New Zealand versus Perth. Keen to switch off this recording once I'm done and head on to watch that game. Um, so I'll just wrap up a few of the injuries at the moment with for uh, This is from Dr. Boyd.
2: Dr. Boyd, if you want to refer to him as that, drove me home, got me onto the couch, just put my leg up, twisted every which way you could twist there was nothing wrong with it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a gross <laughs> fabrication of the story. Um, Ty Webster obviously out this round already with that um, ankle. Uh, that would be a calf. Um, so he is still three-ish weeks away, three and a half weeks away, according to the last update from New Zealand. Now, if you want to get all the most up-to-date info that we have, um, we're updating it on com slash injury list. do our best to update as soon as news comes out. Um, with Ty Webster, obviously, out of that team, you saw McDowell-White get a 42-point game in the first game of Round Thirteen, so that was good to see and nice and cheap. So we'll see how he goes tonight, and I think everybody just about will be getting him in um, with tie out for at least another three weeks. The other big one from the weekend um, was Scotty Hobson missed the second game um, with. I think they're calling it an ankle as well. It might have been. We looked like it might have been a knee, um, but it is an ankle. Um, and I think on the Melbourne United presser after the, with their win last night. Um, coach said that he would probably be a fitness test but I think they're only on the single the next two weeks Melbourne United so he might not be of interest to most people possibly Um, but Scotty Hopson uh, fitness test to play in that game on Sunday and of course the other big one at the moment that's going around is that corky that Scotty Machado got during the game the other night um an update from Mike Kelly that was tweeted out earlier today um, and we retweeted via our Twitter at Beble underscore blokes is that uh, he's in doubt for tomorrow night's clash versus Adelaide excuse me <laughs> tomorrow night's clash versus Adelaide um, pretty heavy cork above his knee so we rested him today hopeful um, that tomorrow with treatment he'll be good to go but a bit of a question mark there and obviously um, if you jump into our schedule as a Cairns got a couple of doubles in a row one of the teams that do have the doubles for rounds 14 and 15 so Machado might have been of interest to those people that might have had to still get rid of Ty Webster um, but Looking like it might be a little bit of a risky call, but you, of course the round doesn't start until that Cairns game tomorrow night versus Adelaide. So you've also got a little bit of time and probably can wait until that first that starting lineup is announced. Because um, I'm sure if he is playing, Scotty Machado will be starting for Cairns versus Adelaide against Giddy up there. That's a bit of a wrap for the injury with injury list with Doctor Boy this week. Once again, www.basketballblokes.com slash injury list for all the most up-to-date injury news
1: cheers cheers for that Boydie now a little bit of a look behind the curtain tonight for the listeners uh tonight uh, being a Tuesday night is Boydie's social basketball night and uh, rather than stay up all night we I gave him the uh the reins on his own segment which sounds a bit strange in the Dr. Boyd injury report and uh given a few minor details he left off there I might have to take it off him but uh I think uh the description I got was a bit of a dad life and had to do it in a bit of a rush. But I'll carry on with the injury report because I've gone through and I have updated that uh, our website. So uh, it just shows how reliant Bordy might be on that. So what I'll do is I'll work through the players that return to start off with. So we had uh, each of Lamar Patterson, Tanner Krebs and Anthony Dremick returning in round 13. Now um, that has just become such a crowded um, line of, uh, of, and I did think that Lamar, Lamar Patterson is going to be a fantasy prospect for us in the future. Um, drimmick uh, finally, despite playing behind Krebs uh, prior to Krebs's injury, seemed to get the start and have more of a role, and uh, Patterson, after getting fouled out <laughs> disgustingly in that first game. Uh, Came back and he looked all right. He was doing some of the things that we were used to seeing Lamar Patterson do. So um, it's, there's going to come a time, I think, where we're going to have to make that decision and maybe get Lamar back into our side. and Someone else who returned now, thinking back to the start of this very long round, it was such a risk to bring Tyler Harvey in at the start of the week. He was coming off the back spasms. He were The decision was, are you going to cop that 100 k price fall after his... Uh, horrible score the week before And it turned out to be the move Especially if you're one of those people like Bordy Who's going to be our top bloke this week Who decided to get out Ty Webster for uh, Tyler Harvey this week I mean that's a that's a pretty nice uh, point differential there uh, I decided to, to take the risk on Ty Webster And was just so disappointed with the injury updates or lack there of from the breakers it was however pointed out by body um i thought somewhat gloatingly but in all honesty quite accurately that i mean why would the breakers do it if there's no mandatory injury reporting um it's in their best interest to uh not report the injury until later on in the week so not to give uh, their opponents any extra preparation time so um Until that changes, that's the way we're going to have to play fantasy, unfortunately. Um, Another breaker that returned surprisingly and got minutes uh, was Rob Lowe. Now, what effect would this have on the big Colt? Rob Lowe's played really well in the first half of this game that's currently going at halftime. He's got eight points and four boards against Perth. You have to think that it would take some little bit off the ceiling of... Colton Iverson, is he one of those top five centre power forward prospects going forward in the game? Um, I still think he's a, a good value play for now, uh, it would be interesting to see how that pans out, but uh, um, another player that returned that is definitely a trade target is Kiefer Sykes, had 30 fantasy points in his last game, and he, uh, of course... Uh, came off uh, the injury, slowly working his price up. He's probably got another price drop in him after this week. Uh, but another option for the, um, potentially, I guess, the Ty Webster owner like myself who can't quite get up to Giddy or potentially wants to do some Giddy six-man type magic as well. So Kiefer Sykes could be an option for you. While we're on the Phoenix, I know that it's going to be a bit of a hot topic re- with regards to Mitch Creek who... Um, with 33 and 44 fantasy points uh, is showing that from a fantasy basketball perspective, he is elite uh, in that small forward position. Now um, his court case is on April 21, which means that Creaky will probably be good for one more round. As far as availability goes, he has a game the day after that court case, um, the following round, it really could be a one week Creek. And It could be a straight trade out. You'd imagine that there would be some significant scrutiny around that court case. And um, the vibe I get is that as soon as the league has the potential to suspend him um, without any sort of legal uh, blockers, that they will. So... Um, something to consider for those who are looking to bring Creek in or already own Creek. While we're on the Phoenix, we'll start off some of the new injuries that Bordy missed out on. And I don't know how he did because he had both of these players in his team. First one, we've got Ryan Brockoff. He is still TBA with a, a low-grade groin strain. So um, we will have to keep an eye out to see... Uh, when he's going to play, you'd imagine that they would just ease him back in again. So we're almost back to square one with Ryan. Um, Obviously was looking like a potentially good target to get. Um, He could very well be in a few weeks, but uh, yeah, just uh, you'd have to imagine there's going to be even more caution from the club with respect to Ryan and getting back up to fitness. And of course the big news, DJ three J the week after Jack white has uh, ruptured his Achilles done for the year so uh, very uh, sad news for DJ uh, hopefully we see him back in NBL 22 uh, from a fantasy perspective uh, in the second game of the round Sean Bruce um, went back into the starting lineup now at 700k and uh, we're, we're talking about Ty Webster owners Sean Bruce is in fact I think a good backup point guard option at 700k at the moment now. Um, also, I haven't... I uh, didn't actually pick pick this up watching NBL over time tonight, but um, there's some chatter on our little group chat on the Patreon Discord that um, DD Lazada might actually get picked up by the Pelicans just for a, a look-see to see what they've got. Um, I kind of missed that, but that was sort of uh, the Im- implications going on the group chat. So... Um, Consider that if you are looking at Didi Lozada, um That would be definitely some sort of a risk. And the other new injury was uh, in quarter one of the night tonight when, speaking of that group chat, there was bells and whistles going off everywhere and I wasn't watching the game at the time. I was updating the injury report and uh, I, I turned uh, the Twitch feed on and there's John Mooney uh, jogging up and down uh, on the sideline. And, uh, yeah, fair to say uh, that... John Mooney injury would have eclipsed any other injury uh, that would have been uh, in NBL fantasy this season but thankfully he has returned to the court Um, some updates on longer term injuries or the updates on shorter term injuries as well Um, Isaac Humphrey's uh, NBL overtime he's probably not going to be uh playing this weekend but he will potentially get some minutes the following week if he is eased back into it we might see a little bit of a, a price drop and anything around if we can see anything like uh big hump was delivering for us in fantasy uh he will be a trade target in the second half of the season shaley um missed the last round altogether haven't had anything um official it just looks like it's an indefinite um indefinite sort of time frame um Haven't really described that sort of undisclosed injury at this point, as far as I can tell. Damn, Mitch McCarron was good as a result. Um, Just fell shy of a double-double. It makes me wonder, and I wonder if this will be the questions that you guys will come through this week, is can we just hold Jock Landell and Mitch McCarron for one week and trade around them this week? I don't actually think that that is... Uh, too bad of an option on your bench. As long as you can move them to your bench, they're not the must trades that we potentially looked at when we were just considering the schedule earlier on. Xavier Cooks, uh, Liam San Maria said on NBL overtime tonight that we will see him at some point this season, which would be awesome. Now I'll be catching up with Banksy immediately after this Perth New Zealand game, so he he just wanted to watch that game so we could get some captors numbers um for our patreon supporters get on the discord and message us your questions um it's a good thing about that it's not just us that'll be able to give you help there'll be 38 others on there that'll um be able to give you their fantasy advice as well and otherwise as bodies mentioned our socials twitter is the best way to get in contact with us with your questions at Beeble underscore blokes and we will do our best Next up, we'll have Banksy's captains, and I'm very inter- interested to see what he's going to say.
0: And now it's time for Banksy's captains. It's not Bernie or body, so please don't act them. It's Banksy's choice, so he's in trouble. If his number one choice doesn't
1: double, double. All right, Banksy, now before we jump into these captains, mate, good to, good to chat to you uh, after another long day at work. Um, we did think that there could have been some potential that Bordy could have made it back for these captains. We just assumed that he would have had to get ejected from the stadium, but uh, it looks as though uh, we had an overtime game, which has meant that we have been graced by the presence of uh, Dr. Boyd, who's probably going to lose his segment after missing out on a bunch of key injuries, uh, which will be interesting to listen back to once this is all stitched together at the end, but it uh, gives us a chance to go around the grounds quickly as well Um which I'm going to start off with because uh, I am the ordinary bloke, first one of the Ooh. year, so um, mm. well done, Banksy. Mm. Uh, I was the only one out of us to have a tie. And uh, speaking of a tie, boydy, i um, got something else to look forward to now in the the rundown to the end of the season. Have you had a look at your overall season ranking? Yes, I have, sir. Where are you sitting? Oh, 150th. Guess who's one fifty first? Two points behind Five, you, or one point one Ooh. point behind you at the moment. Wow. So um, yeah, for those right. out there, Bordy has uh, taken the lead in the season long, being absolutely kissed by the rescheduling uh, of games. And uh, to be honest, he was um, uh, smart smart to to get out Ty Webster this week um, and, and uh, week mitigate that risk, but. Um,
2: and I think you'd be proud of my trades this week, boys. I actually played well, well, the game properly.
1: Average bloke. Banksy, take it away.
2: Yes. I got rid of Webster as well. And I finally got rid of Bordy's mate, Krzyzlevic. <laughs> and brought in Harvey, who dominated this week on the triple.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: also Sam Froling, who was serviceable. But yeah, nice not to be the ordinary bloke for the week for exchange.
1: And the top bloke was looking really strong this week, mate. Bordy, tell us about your week. Mm. Yes,
0: yeah, so I did similar moves to Banksy. I got Webster out and put uh, Tyler Harvey in as well and started him. So the 123 there helped. And the week before, obviously, I did the trade and got Jessup in to prepare for this round. So I'm um, happy with that as well. And I started my boy, Jock, who nearly top, nearly top scored for the round with only two games compared to someone who had three, just about. So happy with that as well. But I did get... um. I was smashed a little bit. I ended up trading out um, Dengadel for Rowdy Brokoff, but uh, I was going to do DJ3J for Rowdy, but I decided to uh, get rid of Dengadel in the end, and it came back to bite me. I think Dengadel, only only scored 30 or something, but the DJ only had a six, so obviously, unfortunately for him, injured. So yeah. now it's maybe bench looking a bit rough with DJ3J and, and Rowdy Brokoff in there too, that's obviously injured too. And, and the reason why I left those out of the Dr. Board's injury report is because I've, I've, I've had enough and I'm, I don't want to talk about them anymore.
2: So. Locked
1: them out in memory. And just the way it happens, you cracked 1,000 points this week and you lost your league game. Because yes, it just so don't. happens that we have... Oh, uh, no. We, we compete against guys um, mm. that oh, are... Where's Zach sitting at the moment? Um, 11th in the universe at the moment. So... Um, absolutely killing it so, um, I've, got thank, I've got
2: to thank Bordy as well this week been. Bordy I've got to thank you this week My week could have been a lot different mm-hmm. I think Bordy actually talked me out of going a week early on Getting Jock out uh, mm-hmm. I was trying to be ahead of the game I was If I was to trade Jock out I was going to trade him to Big Colt Who I was talking up last week So my week could have been a lot different If Bordy didn't talk me out of that trade And played the longer game with trading one of my bench players Up to to Sam Froehling Thank you, Boyd. Brilliant. brilliant.
1: All right. Now, thank you, Banksy, for giving us this week's captains because um, really, week. really interesting. I'm looking forward mm. to it. Mm-hmm. What do you got it's for okay. us? All right.
2: Let's get stuck into it. So I must admit I um, watched the latter half of the Perth game that's just finished now um, along with you, Benny, and that has reshuffled my captains somewhat. Mm. Um, Looking into next round, obviously we've got a very quick turnaround. Um, Obviously all teams are on the double in round 14 aside from Brisbane and our Melbourne United players. Um, Just really quickly, so Adelaide's got two away games. Um, Cairns has one home, one away. You've got Hawks with two away games. Uh, We know Bordy really looks at home and away games. Um, Obviously, New Zealand, two away games. Perth are the team with the two home games. So I think that's fairly important. We're looking at our captains this week. Um, Phoenix, one home, one away. And Sydney have two home games as well. So a couple of teams there with two home games, which is important. Now, as I said, I did reshuffle my captains this week just based on what we saw in that Perth game. So number three will actually be John Mooney this week. Ooh, wow. Alling down the ranking. So two home games, yes, please, in Perth. Coming off a triple. Saw him just net us owners 157 points, 314 as captain. But I think we'd be ignorant not to raise that there is a slight flag there. So if you watch the game, he did tweak his ankle. Um, Even in overtime, it was actually his lowest score of the season in a bit of a tougher matchup against Colt. 41 points in tonight's game. Um, And I think importantly, what we've got to consider is just a reminder that Perth don't actually play their first game of next round until the Friday night. And I saw that a few people on Twitter fell into this trap last round with Ty Webster. So our captains will lock. This is captains and our vice captains lock on the Wednesday night. So if, we don't know, but if Mooney was to be rested with that ankle in the first game, I would just hate to have him as my number one captain and have him locked in, only to miss that first Perth game on the Friday night.
0: That's And, and that's, to me, and you guys know, I'm, I'm a huge Mooney lover, and um, you just can't have him. He's just too risky to be a captain this week, I think. You just can't do it because yeah. he could, you know, he, he, chances are he's not, but I think at the moment, since as he played out the game, but you don't know how, I, I think he just rolled the ankle by the looks of it when I saw it happen and um it looked really bad when he limped off the court sort of thing couldn't walk on it but then five minutes later he's back on the court you know so he might have had a jab or something like that in there and um but who knows how bad it is he's got to fly home obviously plane trips and that sort of stuff do those you know play up with it sometimes and rah rah, rah. so i think he's just too risky with that friday game knowing that everything locks tomorrow um yeah it's an interesting one because if you've got the if you've got the manscape, you know, you've got the the uh, the old the plums to uh, go with him, he could end up being just a massive point of difference because people will be too scared to have him, I think. I think yeah, a lot him. of
2: people will still lock him in, to be honest. Yeah, I think the too. point of difference will be going against the grain and not having him as captain mm. this week. No, I reckon um, we won't have him, but yeah, we're mm, anyway. Yeah, I kind, of, to
1: I kind of on the side of Banksy there. I think a lot will just go him um, as captain and a lot of people will just have him as captain... By accident, because they won't have made the adjustment uh, mm-hmm. by the time lockout comes tomorrow. So, um, obviously, we, we're saying that he doesn't play. Some may say that might give him time for the ankle to recover, but perhaps he got the uh, the old Doctor Boyd ankle treatment on the sideline, so he might he might be all right just for the one game. He did play over forty minutes, but um, he could be in a moon boot for all we know if he did get that treatment uh, and and coming into the next round. And I think. Banks, you're just uh, forecasting, moving on to your your remaining captain selections, the fact that they play early in the round is probably a big factor in that.
2: Correct. It has to be. And I think you just need to eliminate as much risk as you can. And if we didn't have the other viable options we're going to look at at one and two, then, you know, we may can still consider Mooney. But I think when you can eliminate the risk and go with a couple of guys that are just as good this week then um i think you've just got to flag that and and move on um for what it's worth looking at his rounds earlier matchups so he's got uh new zealand and the hawks at home so he scored 65 against new zealand but against big colt in that overtime game tonight that was actually his lowest score for the season with 41 points and then his two games against the hawks he's netted 49 and 71. so Jumping into number two, I'm going to go with big space Cam Oliver. Mm-hmm. Um, we already know, obviously, cans have a number of injury concerns, but that last game they also lost Scotty Machado. Um, obviously, that naturally saw Oliver's usage increase in the second half of the last game, finishing with a pretty good stat line, 27 points, 12 boards, and five assists. Um, space Cam line of old, really. Um, netting owners 78 fantasy points. And I think um, when I had him in my captains a couple of weeks back, he's sort of uh, gone back to the, the space game of old, hasn't he? Putting up some big games in his last three. And um, I know there's a still a little bit of a question mark around Machado's availability heading into round 14. I think there was a tweet from Cairns a bit earlier today um, that still haven't made a call. Um, so very much a question mark over Scotty, whether he'll line up or not. Um, but looking at the matchup, so Cairns have Adelaide at home. Um, Oliver's scores of 31-47, but just a bit of a note, both of those scores I feel were during his little bit of his, you know, his mid-season lull that he had where he was just rolling out those 30s to low 40s every game for quite a number of weeks. Um, scores of 64, 80, 25, and 30 um, as well. Um, but again, those latter two scores, more recently during his lull as well. So I just feel that Space Cam is back. Um, I know I brought him in a couple of weeks ago. I think you guys may have as well. Um, but scores of 78, 43, and 69 in his last three games, and you know, ever since he found his way back into the top three captains a couple of weeks back, we've just we've seen that Cam's back. Don't mind it.
1: And good news, as we mentioned before, he plays the first game of the round. So um, you can put your VC on him or um, potentially your captain as well.
2: And and we'll also know whether Machado's in or out.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Number one, going to go with Giddy Up.
0: Mm -hmm. Giddy
2: Up. Giddy Up. How's the current floor, though? A low of 58 in his past seven games. It's pretty incredible. Four of his last five have been 70-plus, which uh, actually gives him a 71.4 average or five-game average, if you like, which is actually now higher than Mooney's five-game average of 59.6. So the most informed fantasy player in the game, essentially. And um, doesn't it just feel like he's just inching closer and closer to that triple-double we've been waiting for? It has to come, doesn't it? Fingers uh, he's crossed consistently missing out by a couple of boards or a couple of uh, assists it seems every single game over the fir- you know the last few games or so and um, looking at the matchup so he has played Cairns already the once for a 58 he's played uh, the Phoenix three times for scores of 68 63 and 58 so um, I mean how can you deny that that form though 71.45 game rolling average and a low score of 58 in his past seven games. So he's more informed than Mooney. He doesn't have any injury uh, over his head, of course. And, um, you know, he, happy to not be rooting for him to finally get that triple-double, and I, I just want him to be captain when he does. And I feel this week could be the week. Could be the week, you reckon?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. And, yeah, low risk plays first game of the round, um, all about having that captain selection locked. Of course, that means for everyone who needs to bring Giddy in this week that you all have needed to do your trades um, to get in there, whether or not you can just really think about your trades, whether or not you can get Giddy with one trade, or if you have to do the second one straight away and take advantage of the rolling lockout, um, proved to be something that uh, cost me last week just getting itchy with the trade finger and uh, not waiting for the Ty Webster confirmation, so...
2: Yeah, and quite um, a few had had Ty as the VC, and that's where they got stuck with him. Even if they had the trades up their sleeves still they couldn't get Ty out because once that round started, that that VC is locked in as well. Mm-hmm. That would have hurt.
1: Mm. Very good, Banks. Something a bit different. I like it. Um, Bordy, just do the the quick wrap up, um, and we'll once, leave it there. As
0: always, as always, guys at people underscore Blokes on the Twitter sphere. B and uh, what are we basketball blokes on Facebook? And then the number one source of NBL fantasy information you got the injury list there that Dr. Boyd does and stuffs it up, so Benny has to fix it up again. And you've got all the well, everything else we got on there, the scheduler, etc., is at basketballblokes.com. Until next week, ciao.